Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Vanderpump Rules or Hop Up podcast. I am Brian Cohn. Here with me is the greatest thruple that we could ever have. It is the great Allie Latcher, Kelly Strong, Tiknot Nicole. Allie, how are you coming back after missing you last week? Oh, my God. I wish I could say I was cleansed and I've been reborn excited to talk about this. But you guys are incredible to listen to. I really enjoyed that. I am four weeks into the Scandaval drama, really trying to motivate myself and be excited to talk about what I think is another sort of... I was hoodwinked by Bravo, but I don't know. You guys will maybe get me more excited. What about you, Haley? How do you, how you feel coming off third third part, final part? How are you feeling now that it's all out there? Um. Well, as you guys can t- see, I am wearing a shirt tonight, and I would say it does make me pretty hot. Um, Coming off the third episode, God, I really just feel like it could have been like two longer parts, maybe. I feel like I don't know. I feel like we squeezed a lot of juice out of the wheel here. Um, We got hyped up that there's this big reveal. And I think that was like the wrong way to approach what happened at the end of the episode. I don't think anything that was said was revealing, but I thought that last five minutes was like, it it did shook me to the core. Like it it truly did, but it wasn't like a reveal, I would say. Um, But yeah, I'm here and I'm ready to, I don't know, scream over everyone just to get my point across. So nobody else is able to speak at all. How about you, Nicole? How are you doing? I mean, it's great to be back with you all. I mean, I wish we could be together in person to celebrate the end of Scandal all season, but I guess I'll just have to support you guys from afar. I hope you guys can accept that. Just, but just I agree. No, we don't, yeah, no for sure. we don't root for anyone else from afar. No one else. <laughs> Especially not people whose names start with um, T and M with um, Sandoval. So, yeah. So yeah. So I think yeah. I, I, let's just start with the end, right? Because that's what we kind of were talking about. Each of these parts, since the uh, finale, I think they've been hyping up. There was some re- reveal coming out. There was the whole thing. They weren't giving out contracts because there was stuff to that to come out. Um, Haley, you said you were a little underwhelmed. So, what what were your thoughts on the last the last five minutes? Was the Raquel six days later? one-on-one with the greatest interviewer that Andy needed to take, take some notes from a great producer, which we got his name, but what, what did you make of the Raquel five minute? And cause that's, that was, that's really I think the clear highlight for, from this hour. Yeah. And so to like talk about that, I, I want to like go back a little bit to the entire three episodes, because I think I, th- I'm, I'm trying to think if like the producers we're like suspending the disbelief and like pretending that all of the other cast believed Tom and Raquel's narrative that this only happened that one time in August. And it was like, because it seemed to me like they're presenting it as like, sure, it was an emotional affair for seven months, but they only did it that one time. Um, Because that's kind of what it made it seem like their, their timelines were like leading to believe. Um, and obviously the the other cast members didn't believe that. But then in that final five minutes, we finally get it. It's like a long process of like Raquel saying like, oh, yeah, no, it was that one time, blah, blah, blah. And then kind of, you know, the producer being like, yeah, your your face is telling me a different story. Can you elaborate? And we finally get her to break and say like, no, they did it like a ton in Mexico. Like constantly he was like P and V. And then they did it again in her house, like in Ariana's house when she was gone for her literal grandmother's funeral. 
Um, so like none of that reveal was surprising to me, but like getting the breakdown of it of like while Tom was giving her the story, she had to stick to it. She's obviously up. I don't think she's upset in that moment because she like did it or she feels bad about it. I think she's upset because she knows Tom's going to be mad at her for that. Mm. Interesting. My brain is broken after the five minutes and not, I agree with Haley. It was not a reveal. Like I actually was missing. Like if Tom thinks that he carefully crafted him and Schwartz and Raquel's story of they hooked up once and then not again until they were in love in January. And it's like, I, I was missing that messaging as Haley was said, like I, that was not believable to me. And it wasn't even really clearly crafted and emphasized to me based on what they were saying. And I think the sickest part of all of that is that Tom truly believes that that would matter. And I think the whole point of like this part of the reunion was like, it really doesn't matter if you were sleeping together consistently, if you had just slept together that one time, like none of that is relevant. So it's crazy that the quote reveal was hinged around essentially irrelevant information. But I really don't know, you know, watching Raquel have this breakdown. I'm like, she's not a talented enough actress to be speaking in this like incredibly like sort of, natural way garnering certain amount of empathy you really feel like you're seeing somebody break down and struggle with their own ways that they were manipulated and the and the reconciling choices they made that they may not have thought about like but then i have a real problem with after lying like stone cold lying to people you actually know for seven months you suddenly are unable to lie and you suddenly have to come clean after you were able to lie again at the reunion. Like I am starting to believe the conspiracy theories that Raquel was unhappy with how Tom said things at the reunion or reveals that she realized at the reunion, maybe that Ariana was still sleeping with Tom or that Tom pulled away after the reunion from Raquel. And then she showed up to this interview ready to throw him under the bus. Cause I can't believe that after a year, she's finally has a conscience. But no, I don't know. You have to, yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that. The fact that she saw things were turning, she was learning truths about Tom at the reunion, especially about the fact that um, Tom and Ariana had been intimate while, you know, crossing paths when he was intimate with Raquel. Raquel was being cheated on. <laughs> while she was cheating. Crazy behavior. With on the all guy's levels. girlfriend. No, it was diabolical. And even Satter was like, after the reunion, when, um, Raquel was done and she went backstage with Tom even then she was like groveling and trying to get his affection making jokes trying to lighten the situation like the minute there was emotional tension she lightened the mood by making a joke at her own expense by saying that um when James said that Allie was an upgrade from her in terms of uh, you know partners for James Kennedy um she's like yeah that's true and I'm like Raquel like you're allowed to be upset with how that went you've been lying for this man for so long so constantly and it probably got to a point where she couldn't take it anymore and started to break down. Like, and it's true. Tom has been really isolating her from all of her friends and families. Like Lala said, he's a dangerous person. He's gotten uh, Raquel to the point where she has nobody else. And I think at this point, it looks like Raquel is cracking and she'd rather, you know, have nothing and, and live the truth partially, you know, get some things off her chest, especially as the tides are turning you know, against her relationship with Tom. It should and never I have started in the first place. I do think her parents have like invested potentially in media. Like her parents, at my understanding, are trying to, you know, good for them, like get behind her and try to like control the narrative to the extent they can. Like, so I don't know how much of their influence. Like, again, I think this is the first time I even remotely started to feel some empathy for Raquel. So to that extent, I think this reveal was successful for her. but. She lied in it because Sheena and, and some people were TikToking about this. I'm a hundred years old. People were TikToking, but one of the first things I ever heard on a Sheena podcast after this broke is that Raquel was scheduled to share a room with another bridesmaid who was coming without her husband. And then at the last minute, Raquel was like, no, production won't let me share a room. And Sheena was like very confused because like production knew about this and like they're like ask her and it was like uh, sheena said something like they were like oh 
And then Raquel like made herself scarce during one of the bridesmaids events and said she needed to like go lay down. <sighs> and so Ariana was like in the room and they didn't know for sure, but Sheena was speculating at those two situations made it seem like right for the affair occurring then. So it didn't feel like much of a reveal to me that they slept together in Mexico, but I don't buy Raquel's story that Tom was alone and drunk looking for his own room and she rescued him and then sex just happened. Like I fully believe they met up to have sex. So she's still lying within the reveal, which makes it even more diabolical. Yeah. That's what I found to be really frustrating. I think throughout this entire reunion and including the last five minutes is that like, I think we are coming to the reunion, hoping that we are going to be able to get the full story. And I still don't feel like we have that. Like we don't have any of the answers we were looking for like three weeks ago i don't know i don't feel like i do do you do you guys no but raquel confirmed parts i feel like that was a big part of the bombshell yeah but i feel like all i feel like i knew all of those parts like i i i feel like i just knew them (laughs) like yeah it gives them even less credibility from the past three episodes like i can't believe anything they said no but it was crazy to have the her spending christmas with his family he probably was like don't implicate my family in this and now his family's involved it's just it got messier in five minutes well because she was like well no i've never been to st louis like picture of tom and we're like under the arch louis like with a date and time stamp it was just like you can't lie about something that's so easily provable like yeah, so I, deeply, easily provable. I, I came away from this so baffled by Raquel. Like, I feel like we have a clear sense of like where everyone stands for, for Raquel. I don't know who she is. I don't think like she I don't think there's anything that she has said in like the reunion or interviews or anything. I think Lala said it best. There's or even Ariana. She doesn't have a unique thought. I think everything mm-hmm. that she has said are things that either Sandoval said to her about the affair, that her parents have said to her about the affair, the things that maybe a media person has said to her about the affair, like things that she thinks she should be saying is all that she's saying. Even in any interview, even like breaking down here, she was probably told, like the parents told her like what you should cop up to, what you should confess to. And then she doesn't even know how to tell the truth because she just doesn't, there's just nothing clicking it's all just parroting back things that she has said and i don't know if this was like her always or maybe she just got so lost in the sauce of reality tv she just completely just lost who she is as a person because i just every time she would speak it felt like she was reading some type of script that someone else prepared for her and i just like couldn't get anything real out of her the only times it felt a little real was when she was like having a conversation with james oddly about like um there was something which when they were like, ask, oh, did you ever ask like James about like your past with Lala or anything like that? And that just felt like a normal conversation. She was having everything else with with Ariana and Tom just felt so scripted and parroted. And just like I know I, I, I couldn't get a, gra- a grasp of her at all. The, the I could, entire part. Yeah, I couldn't get a grasp of anything, honestly. Like it was really starting to get to me during this episode, the yelling back and forth. Like I think. James, Lala and Tom did like a no, you are. But what am I thing? Like, yeah five times and at one point like Andy just was like I want to hear both of you talk and I was like thank you because I just like I'm I just got really over the yelling and I wanted like each of them to get their points out I don't know man it was just it was a it was a bit of a weird app I agree in that (laughs) I thought Lala and James is like, while in the first episode, I was, like, living for it because I was like, oh, my God, they're the Muppets. They're funny. or wearing with a mustache or whatever. But I do think they got in the way here of, like, need Tom needing to answer for himself. Like, I would want to scream and boo at Tom, too, if I were, like, a real person in this situation. But as a viewer, I was frustrated that Tom got basically let off, let off the hook yeah. frequently because people were just screaming at him. But at the same time, like, he was never going to tell the truth. And I think part of it is like, he's so narcissistic and he's so deeply troubled that he can't tell the truth. Like I almost thought again with the, like I kept thinking to myself, like 
this, I don't even think this is the worst thing that happened on this show. Like, I really do think I was more appalled by the Kristen and Jack sleeping together in the room that Tom was in. Like, that, like, or at least it's on par. <laughs> like, it just like, I get that it's different. They're older, like they're in a longer relationship, but like vile, vile stuff has happened on this show before. I think what makes this, you know, newsworthy to me is that Tom isn't showing up here like he did then of like, I'm in love with Ariana. Our relationship was done. I handled it the wrong way, but I love Ariana and we're solid. And then like at a certain point you couldn't argue with it because then they were together for nine years. But Raquel almost does a better job. I think showing up here and like taking ownership and trying to sort of claim, it's almost like Tom told her like, don't come out and say we're in love. But like, she sort of said, like, I'm disgusted with myself. I chose myself and I was so selfish. I love him, but that was wrong. And I regret hurting you. Like, that's sort of the only thing you can say. It's not enough, but that's the only thing you can say. Tom nickel and diming the timeline, tried, like making the comment about the T-shirt, which I know we're going to talk about, that we didn't have sex, like the, the tour of, you know, before it came out, like trying to like, cast this narrative that he buys batteries and suddenly he's some scorned lover who's like needs to nestle into the arms of another like his consistent justification not only to the audience but to himself is so sick and twisted it's beyond betrayal it's like he not only betrayed her but he truly believes he was justified in doing so and it was really quite scary to watch i think dangerous is the word lala used and i think that's a correct word yeah, he I had his narrative. Agree. Yeah, he had his narrative that he was trying to lay out, which I think the James and Lala booing and hissing and jamming was making him stumble even worse than even if he was <laughs> going to try to get it out. But his, the narrative he was trying to build, right, was like his relationship with Ariana was a sham. They weren't intimate anymore. They were just best friends. And then he came across Raquel. They built this great emotional connection, something he lacked with Ariana for years now. They hooked up this one time. But he was so ashamed from it. They both were. They couldn't. They just tried to put it behind them and they did all this stuff. But their connection was too strong. They fell in love. And that is what they like, brought them together. And like that was what he was trying to sell. But at every turn, it was just so contradictory. He couldn't keep lies straight. And like, James said it best. He was like, what is he talking about? We all know it was more than once. Like everyone knew it was such like a fake story and a fake narrative. He just. He he wouldn't comprehend that his his story was busted. His grandmaster plan was in pieces, and he just couldn't just own up to it at all at any moment. He, the only time he owned up to it, when he told Raquel like in the back, like you're doing much better than I am, because that was <laughs> the truest thing he said all day. Like he was horrific from start to finish. He was one of the worst reunion performances. Like the bar was like low for him, and he's like went way beyond it. If you like, it was horrible all the way around. Did anyone see the Peacock extended version of this episode where we see Lisa kind of coaching Tom through the situation? It's like, damn, implicate yourself any worse. Be on the wrong side of history yet again, Miss Lisa Vanderpump. Um, Can you say what happened? I didn't. I couldn't take another minute of the contest. Uh, (laughs) Please um, explain. So they get like a five minute break. Um. Tom is like in the dressing room. I think actually it's like after Raquel. This is after Raquel leaves and right before Sheen is going to come out for like their final last words. Thank God. I was was stunned they brought Sheena back. I'm like, just leave Raquel's ass there or like, (laughs) we don't need to bring Sheena back. They already paid for the van to like transport them. (laughs) They might as well use it. Um, So they're in the dressing room. Um, we we see James on the stage go like, oh, where the hell is Tom? Let's get this going. Uh, and then Andy's like, okay, well, Lisa's gone too. And he's like, oh, okay, well, then I can wait. We go to the dressing room and he's and she's basically just telling him like, you're not a bad guy, but like you need to apologize. Like what you're saying is not okay. And honestly, this episode, I thought finally Lisa was like finally getting like the implications of her being on the wrong side and i thought she was finally like oh like this is not okay especially with the halloween the costume Halloween picture her reaction was hysterical i'm like girl you're just finding out about this now yeah getting and- howie mandel a little bit like come on catch up <laughs> yeah and, yeah, and where then- have you been get it together and the um the the t-shirt comment like she was so horrified by that so i thought finally we're getting to have lisa be like you're 
fucked up. You need help. And we didn't get that. It was basically just like, come out and apologize. And he did. Like, he, I don't think he did that on his own goodwill at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think it was because Lisa told him, like, that he should. Well, Lisa, I mean, I feel like I've inadvertently been a Lisa defender, but like Lisa, I think Lisa only knows the side of these people that they show Lisa. Like, look at how James interacts with Lisa versus when Lisa's not there. Like, everybody kind of acts. I mean, like, Lisa's whatever she is. Like, I would act differently in front of Lisa than in front of my friends. So, like, I understand that. But, like, she knows a very limited view. Clearly, she doesn't watch the show. Fine. And, like, her attitude is this has always kind of been like, oh, what? So we shagged a younger woman. Like that kind of what happens when like men get older and famous and you're not shagging them anymore. And they go shag a young hot woman. And like, that's a shame, but it's not the worst thing anyone's ever done. And it seemed like, yeah, as more facts were presented, like the lightning bolt necklace being like a conscience, like throwing it in their face, like flagrantly the Halloween, Halloween costume, Tom slipping in front of Lisa and like showing his vile ass, like, she's probably been more exposed to his reality than she has been this whole time, which there's no excuse for. There's 10 years of television footage, roll the tape, but like Uh it did seem quite shocking to her. I also just want to bring up that one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen on television. And please note, I have been watching reality television (laughs) for 25 years. Um, was like Raquel admitting that she bought the lightning bolt necklace to like match with Tom because I feel like when like things were breaking it was kind of noted that they had matching necklaces and that Tom mm-hmm. bought her the necklace it is so embarrassing like buying yourself a necklace to match with your boyfriend who has a girlfriend uh the pick me behavior on 10 it was so I was like of all the things you're lying about here today lie about about that that. and be like it is an unfortunate i know what it looks like and you should hate me for it it was an unfortunate coincidence like like lie about that like that was the one thing she should have lied about Um, she had the harry potter out too just say like oh i like harry potter it's like lighting yeah Yeah. like you would you would not catch me admitting that on like the most watched bravo show seven hundred dollars where is she getting that money no one's getting for cameos $700 $700 American too. You know how much that would be in Canada? Like 1200 at least. Jesus. Well, one thing Charlie said I found interesting on, I think this is like Nick Bial's podcast, maybe whatever podcast she was on, that like, I guess they came up doing pageants together. And like Charlie made the point that like Raquel like was so affected by aging out of it and never kind of grew out of it. And Lisa makes the point kind of on the show, but like, that Raquel is still living not only for the validation of men, like the judges, but still views herself as in competition with women. And again, it's like, I think the age difference also isn't really being brought up, but like Tom's 40, she's 28. That's obviously not like, she's not a child, but like, you know, there's a 12 year age difference. Raquel is to, to know her for five seconds is to know that she is so easily taken advantage of by men. Um, She's like clearly needs to do some self work on, you know, accepting herself without the pageant world and like all of that in it. Like, again, I don't feel remorse for her because she or, you know, sympathy for her because she's a 28 year old adult woman. But I don't know, like that. That's where I almost just like I gave up last night because I was like, I can't kind of break down how much is her motivation? How much is she sorry? How much is diabolical? How much is her manipulation? Like, how much blame do I assign her versus do I sympathy? Do I give her? And my brain just like shut off. Like, I just like she is someone who like shouldn't have cleared the like mental exam to get cast on the show, frankly. (laughs) No, that that's amazing. Like, she's just not meant for reality TV. Maybe like in a different world if she came up being just like friends with Ariana or friends with Sheena and that's how she was brought onto the group but whatever with the relationship with James and then going through all that and then this like she this is just not the space for her like clearly like she just is not someone that can handle it she needs to step away I don't think she will I don't think I think Bravo will do everything in their power to bring her back for for this season and I'm sure money will talk and unless her parents like whisk her away to Tucson again and like don't let her do it I, I would be stunned if she's not on next season um, so I, I think it's gonna be disastrous honestly but I she's she, she's not her mental state is not meant for this world clearly I think she even recognizes it but I don't know if she can you know take the steps to get out of it She's being mentally evaluated. Don't forget that. (laughs) 
What do you guys think really next season holds? Because I think there was like a lot of fake buildup. Um, I, I will say I have some, like, I, I can't disclose inside Intel that Ooh. there are people who are already aware of a storyline for next season that Tom's involved in. Because I was going to say, one? like... Sandoval? Yeah. So, like, I don't know how... Like, if I were Tom's PR, I'd be like, you cannot appear on next season. And then next year, uh, like, let the season suck. And then you'll show up and be like, returning Tom Sandoval. But I don't understand how Tom Sandoval shows up next season. Like, what is the story? Like, he's not going to be dating Raquel. Like, who's going to film with him? I, I just kind of don't understand the future of the show with all of these same people. I think it's going to be like for Tom and Tom, like a focus on the bar. No, um, give me anything else. I know. And then like um Katie and Ariana obviously opening the sandwich shop. And then I wonder if we're gonna see some bridging between like with Katie and Tom's shorts and then yeah. Sheena and Tom Schwartz, you know what I mean? Um, it's hard to like shoehorn things back to Sir though, because Raquel was really that last remaining connector to sir like nobody else works there like are we gonna like i mean i guess charlie well, james dj is that i guess sir, yeah. like but, but that that doesn't feel like the heart of what it was you know well, I mean? lisa does seem checked out i mean she got the plug amazingly with all going on they made sure to plug her restaurant in vegas they gave the full tour it gave flashbacks to i feel like james should have called it out when he wanted to talk about his album at the reunion like they made sure to talk about lisa's you know 100th restaurant um they gave her the full special and now they're doing a spinoff of her new restaurant and like a cast and crew there which i imagine she'll be heavily involved in i'm sure she's at least producing if not also having a similar role on that show so i don't know if she's herself looking to phase herself out and then that'll phase out sir and then it's just you know following around their lives because i mean this the sir of it all has been mostly a sham for a while now it's just kind of just like the local watering hole where they can just get together but the, no one's really worked there outside of james um i'm sure even raquel i don't think really ever truly worked there the last couple seasons so uh, i think there's plenty of ways to do it without sir i think it's just a question of if lisa's really going to be involved because I don't think she really is as much involved in any of these people's lives anymore. Well, well she has not been really... doesn't have successful spinoffs. Name one successful spinoff. Vanderpump Dogs flop. Uh, the Lisa Vanderpump's talk show on the couch drinking wine late at night. Flop. That got canceled. Flop. And not as much of a flop as Bethany's show. Had to say it, though. But I at least don't think Lisa the connection Sir exists even now. Like, when Lisa's involved, they come to Villa Rosa. Like, they come to her right. house. She hosts a party for them. She like takes a FaceTime call. She buys them a hotel room and they're like, thanks, mommy. So I don't know that the sir thing is necessarily like that important. What did you guys think of the teaser about Tom Schwartz on Winter House? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think they were both supposed to be on, right? I think that yeah. was the original plan. They were both. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. people said that that they like Tom was trying to hide this from breaking because he still wanted to film Wind House, but there was a a commercial during the airing that was like texting, and it was like you watching Vanderpump Rules. They're like, yeah, and they're like, what if a Tom was on Winter House? And then it was like dot 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 Winter House coming soon. That's all it said. Yeah. Well, Bravo's weird with their teasers because I mean we talked about it, but they teased like the last five minutes, like the no end. And Ali brought it up, which I think they they Andy kind of teased it this uh, yesterday or whatever morning before the the episode airs that Sandoval's going to say something that's going to like piss everyone off, basically. And it's the comment about how Ariana knows, like, oh, you know who else he was out, you know, sleeping with while he was sleeping with Raquel, me. And then Tom notes, oh well, you, you know, kept your shirt on. How hot was that? Like that. That to me was almost like the moment where you like tease for the entire reunion as like the big the jaw dropping like how does he say that moment? That's like the the memeable moment I feel like the entire reunion where Schwartz just has like his life come crumbling down upon him and he just falls into his hands like this is the guy I'm saddled with like I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here but like that was to be one of the like the stunning moments. Oh, the Raquel interview was like I thought pretty interesting honestly and like it was just clarifying things. This was like did he actually just like say that like that's like. The real Sandoval, like the thought that pops in his brain, he just accidentally says it out loud and he just said it out loud on a read. Yeah, like I don't like I had a lot of issues with both Toms this episode being like, where did you think that was going to get you? Like, yeah, especially like, like, yeah, let's get into the moment where he says, 
oh yeah well ariana we've only been intimate with your shirt on like that's not hot and it's like oh go fuck yourself because no one else is going to for at least the next five years (laughs) knowing that ariana has had like a history of body image issues like it just cuts so deeply like it's just like misogyny on so many different levels like i don't want to get into like when you're in women and gender studies 101 but just like oh it's just so nasty and piggish and uh it's indicative of who he is as a person I definitely need to love myself more because I'll say not not that I think the group words of the great Bruce McGinnis. I don't think I obviously agree with everything you're saying. It was a vile comment, and Lala made this point, but it's like he believes that his actions were justified because they didn't have enough sex or because their sex wasn't as hot as he wanted it to, or because she wore her shirt on and had some insecurity. Or honestly, a lot of times it's not about insecurity. It's like it's laziness like who knows you know whatever not laziness convenience like it doesn't yeah, it's really like, mean anything like what or like you're a little cold it. like it's a little frosty like you don't know how sensitive it can be like you just want to be covered but it's like that's the sick part to me but honestly i was like that comment would mean nothing it's almost like ariana like screaming about how raquel is nothing and you're nothing and you're garbage and we're the worst on you like it, it's like it's ineffective i don't know i like really didn't think that comment from Tom mattered in the scheme of all of his actions. Like of everything that he's done, that was just more of the same to me. Like that's how he's been treating her. That's how he's been dismissing her. It's like he told Sheena they were never friends. Our sex was never hot. Like he's just grabbing at threads to try to save anything. And he's an effing moron. Uh But I think the way Andy sold it, like I heard those clips where Andy was like, all women in America, he is going to say the worst thing. And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be like, well, if you were a woman who loved me, you'd want to have kids with me or something like something else equally as, or if not more so cutting. So when he said the line, I was gearing up for like the worst thing I've ever heard. And I was almost like desensitized to Tom's sexualized bullshit that I was like, oh, fuck Tom. Like that's like, Andy made such a big deal out of it. And then I thought Tom like looked so pathetic and it wouldn't actually like have anything behind it. What was weird was they, they teased, they don't even tease it. They showed the line in like the coming up on, like it was, it felt like a more like impactful line to like tease that's coming up, like have Ariana say what she's going to say. And then while we're on the episode, have that moment hit. It felt like it took the steam out of it of like, just in like the coming up on and it was just like in that moment that i found that kind of weird but yeah i think andy and bravo they stop teasing stuff just let things like play out like tell us everyone, nothing we'll yeah, show, like, everyone's showing gonna up. watch this like the 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 small teasers we're gonna get people to stop hyping things up but like all reality shows do this stop hyping things up to like get all you're gonna do is piss people off it's, it's so very rare that any moment in a reality show can be hyped up and like surpass it so just you know Promise less, deliver more. You know, the, you know, Show me just like shocked faces. That's all I care about. I want to see people gasping and, and looking in horror. And that's all I need. Don't tell me what's happening because I have to watch three hours of this. I don't want to have to watch it in advance and then see it again. Well, two things too, because also it's like, we already knew everything anyway. Like they didn't mm-hmm. have any under anyone under control. Everyone was doing press. But also like, Andy didn't go to Raquel after that. Like I wanted Raquel's response to, did you think they weren't sleeping together? How does that make you feel? Like imagine being Raquel can't like, but like imagine (laughs) being like even adjacent to Raquel and hearing that be Tom's response to, and like, I loved how Lala kept being like, this is how he's going to talk about you. Cause that's almost who it's more shocking to. I mean, I shouldn't say it's not shocking to Ariana, but like this is par for the course of how he's exiting his relationship with Ariana. Raquel, how do you feel hearing him say this about someone that you presumably care about and he was supposed to have loved for the last 10 years? But in terms of teasers, we what was the physical altercation? When everyone was like talking about there was like a, someone was physically restrained and it wasn't Tom Sandoval. Was that James I guess and it was Tom? James popping up. Yeah, a couple James times. can't it was fight. James Look at his arms. That wasn't anywhere close to a physical That was thing. bullshit. That was, like a like, whole, that was crazy. That was Jerry Springer level. Not even way less. It got held back. I just earlier. think that was also overhyped. Oh, like a lot of the struggle with this reunion, as we've already said, is not only do we already know the information, but the things that we were teased that we wouldn't know were kind of, you know, not at, up to the level of they said. Like you said, Brian, when we saw that line teased, I was like, I had a, a friend over, and I was like, 
is that what you think Andy was talking about or something worse coming? And then when something worse <laughs> didn't come, I was like, oh, mm. that's what Andy was talking about. Why'd they show that in the commercial? Like, whatever. Yeah. How, how do we think Andy did? What was there? What is everyone's thoughts on Andy for the, the the moderation, the questions, the follow-ups? How do we think he did, Haley? I think he was a little um, too annoyed. Like, I get why he was annoyed, but I think instead of being annoyed, he should have just taken control over the situation. Like, he let the chickens just, like, balk around. That's Like, he didn't do much to control that. I mean, I don't, like, control anything at work, but, like, I show up and I try not to, like, look annoyed. I just, like, keep doing my job. I mean, it's probably really difficult with James, like, throwing around, like, kindergarten-level insults, like, at I Tom Sandoval. I I think at a certain point, we have to ask James to go sit in the trailer with Allie and Sheena and Brock. Like, that I, sounds I, more fun, actually. I would love to be sipping a White Claw in Ugg slippers with Allie. Do you think White Claw paid, paid for that? Because they like, zoomed in on the White Claw a couple of times. I feel like that was like ad placement. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, everyone like has to get bag off of this somehow. You know? Like, yeah, like he just kept getting up. It just, it was like at a certain point, like it was like, okay, we are doing too much, James. Like, let us, like, why don't you go chill with your girlfriend for 15? Like, and we're going to get through some more stuff because I really think that, like, he would set Lala off sometimes and Lala, like, it was just kind of like a chain, a chain reaction of, of things. Don't set Lala off because, like, you're not going to be able to get a word in. Like, love her, but you can't. No, and I thought she, like, when we got to it, like, she was able to make some really good points where I don't think at any point James was making any good points, telling the truth, admitting that what he's, like, him being upset, sorry, is kind of hypocritical. It doesn't matter if he was 25 when he did it. That was, like, four years ago, like. I don't I don't know I just needed James to like back off for a little bit well it's easy to deflect when like Tom Sandoval just like cheated on his girlfriend like you can just say oh at least I didn't do that I may have cheated on Raquel five years ago but it wasn't as bad as Tom Sandoval also I thought it Allie I think this might have just been in the extended version but we we have a little bit of a point where they are talking about all the times that James has cheated on Raquel and this woman and this woman by name and name and name. And then we go to the trailer and Allie looks at Sheena like horrified being like, are these recent? And Sheena has to like talk her off the ledge and be like, no, 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 no. This was all a long time ago. It was all with Raquel. Like this, like this was so, so long. He wasn't cheating on you. Don't worry. Someone else was cheating on you know let this whole all the shit be a lesson like not once a cheater always a cheater because i think people can grow and change but like yeah i think ali should be going into her relationship with james eyes wide eyes wide open as raquel should be mm-hmm. if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck quack quack it's a duck i also want to talk about shorts this episode yeah, because he, he just made me he was so deeply annoying because it was just like do you not get the point and like i think he thinks that this Ah, uh, shucks, shtick has worked for him in the past, so it was going to work here to lighten the mood, and it actually just made him look like such a loser. He made Ariana cry. He I thought that so was the most smug. egregious thing. Yeah, that, that to me was, was worse brutal. than the t-shirt. Like, I actually thought that filled me with such a rage that he, and also the way, like, if you want to make a point and defend your friend and defend your business, then do that. Then say, well, then say Ariana's been capitalizing this in such a way that it seems like these are crocodile tears. Like, accuse her if you want to accuse her. But to be like, Ariana, um, like, thinking he's setting her up, like, real smart. Like, oh, uh, it must be, like, you know, it's probably terrible what happened to you and you've been humiliated mercilessly when she's already made the point that she doesn't want to say she's humiliated. You say it again. And you're like, but it must be kind of nice to be at the lowest point in your life and have millions of dollars of sponsorships being thrown at you and everyone support you how does that feel like f you loser defend your friend or shut the hell up but like no, don't so try to send, you're not smart it's not a gotcha you're an effing right. moron yeah he did a couple of those things smart enough to do something like that i thought i looked hot making out and i love yeah. being like no it looked like a father and daughter kissing like congratulations you had how dare you make light of this when you yeah. looked like a fish that was drowning out of water yeah, I hated that. I hated, and I like that Ariana called him out both times when 
maybe this was in like keep the uh, keep talking points pamphlet that sandoval gave him but he kept saying like how humiliated ariana was and i love that ariana was like no they're the ones that are humiliated i'm glad this blew up the way it did so they could be looked at as bad as they were because ariana knows if tom was able to do this more orchestrated the way he however he wanted to where it was off camera or whatever he could have spun this where the support wouldn't have been rallying around ariana as much where it would have been a little more divided and people would have been picking sides a little bit more so ariana points out no it's great that this happened because that way it's fully clear how demonic these people are and they couldn't get across whatever facade story that they were trying to peddle and I love that he called out uh, she called out Schwartz every time he tried to spin it around on her being humiliate, humiliated and all that so that that was great those are two like key moments I, I loved around for one thing that bothered me that Andy didn't go back to Schwartz of like yeah they talked about the kiss from Schwartz's perspective and Raquel are like what Raquel's motivations are with Schwartz, which, you know, Mel got served. The great Mel got served texted me and was like, I screamed when Raquel was like, I always had an interest in Schwartz in the beginning. It's like when he was married, which was also we were screaming <laughs> in my apartment. Like, you got Raquel's side for the kiss, but like, why didn't we go back to Tom to be like, well, how did you feel once you, if, if you really found out after that kiss? that she had previously slept with Tom. How did that make you feel? Like we didn't go back to him for that. And like, certainly now that we know they were shipping the whole time. She what I would say- slept with him earlier on in the day that they made out. What I, yeah. What I would say if I were Katie is like, it didn't look like a father daughter kiss. It looked like a man kissing a woman he knew just slept with his best friend. Like the hesitancy, <laughs> like I'm not saying that he knew, but like, that twisted like they shouldn't have just let lisa been grossed out they should have like really dug into like tom don't you think it's messed up but he probably doesn't because they've probably shared women right. multiple times yeah there was too much from andy asking like how for both schwartz and raquel like how it felt looking back on in the moments when it's all very clear all three of them were like in cahoots the entire time so he should have been asking more like what were you doing in the moment like i think even the conversation that lisa kept bringing up of when our when raquel was asking ariana about like their intimate intimacy issues and he was asking her like how did that feel looking back on it not what the hell were you doing in that moment asking her like what were your clear motivations like clearly you're trying to like break them up i hate it was more just like oh looking back doesn't this make you like that's what you ask ariana because she didn't know what was going on at the time i hated he kept asking that to raquel and schwartz and sandoval like oh looking back you what were you thinking like no it was what were you doing in that moment how could you be that demonic and sociopathic in that moment not looking back on it that was that was bothering me a lot for mandy i don't know why he was taking that perspective but that, that was really that was really bothering like, of course, they feel like terrible people. Like, what else do you say when you've made like such an egregious mistake that is like so obvious and undeniable? Mm -hmm. Like, we can hear the same thing over and over again. But I want to know, why are you like this? But in why the same way, when they when they asked Tom, like, why did you dress up as your mistress for Halloween? There's no answer. Like, right? But it's like, but of course he doesn't, because the answer is I am deeply narcissistic. Uh, my ego is such that I really believed I was getting away with something and that this was valid. And I felt like I had a big D by doing this. Like he'd have to, have, if he were able to look back and reflect upon his actions, then we wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. So like, it is a constant frustration I have with people on television and people in my own dang life of like, if he were able to explain this and apologize and show remorseful, he wouldn't be the kind of person who would have done this in the first place real as hell hmm. I that gives me life lessons I gotta cut some people off after hearing that <laughs> We spent a lot of time in the first Shut half <laughs> we spent a lot of time in the first half reviewing Lala and James's history to the point where James was quite upset that um that we were even talking about it um Ali, what did you make of all the focus and comparisons that they were making with Lala? She was the mistress having to defend it. What, what uh, and really going all the way back to like how her relationship with Randall started. That's it seemed very odd that we were so focused on that with how much we only had for Raquel for a limited time. Why we were so focused on that in this time? Truly, poor Raquel being literally just too dumb to understand what Ra what Lala was saying outside the bar that night. Like Raquel was like, "You did say you were a mistress," and it's like, "No," she was like, "I've been the homewrecker. I've been the mistress." Like in the press. But we know we're not that. Like the fact that 
Raquel took away from that. Like the word mistress was said. So you admitted to being a mistress. Yeah. It's what Raquel keeps going back to. It's her little Tom Sandoval justification. And it's like, I don't care if Lala knew that Randall was married, like, and Lala did a bad thing. Like, I don't really care. Lala's culpability in that situation is so irrelevant because the real egregious crime, I think, in this story is that Raquel and Ariana was, were so close. And not only that, the affair happened in their face. The lightning bolt, the, like, friend, the, the trip to the, the glamping trip, Mexico. Like, all of this was so much worse than someone just having an affair, which is bad. And so Lala, if, if whatever their worst case that Lala did was bad, it's bad, but it's irrelevant to these set of facts. Yeah, they said, how can we be as brazen about this as, as humanly possible? It's really insane behavior. I mean, it's crazy that Ariana, you know, this is her confronting like the person that would be so, would do that to her. It's her first time seeing that person, you know, two weeks after the story broke. Like the fact that she didn't have to like leave the premises in handcuffs was like truly awe inspiring because I would be in the back of a police car if like. I just saw the girl that my man cheated on me with. And that girl was my homie. And you did it in my house when my dog just died. Like when she was um, summoning the wrath of her dead dog to, you know, put the worst spell on Raquel's life. I was like, yes, girl, you're speaking for like all of the women who have ever been in this situation. Graham hates uh, Raquel, too. So all the dogs. And and sure, like a Tom, Tom, a Tom, 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 might as well just call him that. Sandoval made like some comment like, why are you so mad or why are you so involved or whatever? And it's like, do I buy that Lala is triggered because Sandoval is like Randall? Maybe, maybe not. Do I more easily buy that everyone is disgusted? Like we're all here yelling about it. Like we're all disgusted about it. And you're on camera. So you want to be like taking up the time, you know, like Lala likes coming for people and fighting other people's battles. And, you know, James obviously is loving this because, like, he now wins the Raquel James breakup as, like, the least what an upset. person. Yeah. How about that? That's an all-time upset right there. Remember this time last year, we were all thrilled <laughs> she had broken up with him? Like, oh, we were like, wow, what? She only has the best ahead for her now. True underdog story. Yeah, she should have married James, frankly. But, but, like, Ariana, to me, the, like, real measure was that Ariana seemed to not only not be mad, but enjoy Lala and James' harassment of Sandoval. And thus, it makes it okay to me. Because, like, I almost feel like if I were Ariana, like, I'd, I mean, she probably doesn't want to hear Sandoval. But, like, in a lot of exes situation, you might want to hear what they're at least saying in, like, the last time you're going to see them. And you like, I would maybe expect Ariana if she were upset by it to be like, guys, I love you, but like, don't defend me. I want to like listen to their bullshit and defend myself. And her not saying that was like, all right, they have like carte blanche to be mm-hmm. like coming for him, even though they're not really involved. Yeah, I could, I understand that my Ariana would be okay with it because even when like, early on when Raquel walked off, she was like, okay, she could just be done now. We don't need to hear from her anymore. But from a viewer perspective, I want like, I want her there. Like, I don't want her walking yeah. off and not coming back. So from us, from my perspective, and I think our perspective, we don't want James and Lala sh- telling Sandoval to shut up every time. Cause I want him to bury himself deeper. I want him to lie. I want him to do whatever I can understand. Ariana being like, I don't want to hear anything they have to say as soon as this can be over as possible. That sounds great to me from our side. We want to, you know, have them twist the knife even more and watch it all kind of burn down. I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Haley. No, no, go ahead. I, I just I thought it was a, interesting and I do like understand why it was happening but I thought it was really interesting that Ariana went so hard on Raquel where I feel like we didn't really see her go as hard at Tom and like I just chalk it up to like she has already had this closure conversation with Tom yeah. she doesn't need to hear anything else from him but like this is the first time that she is facing Raquel after it's happened and so like i don't necessarily agree with like the severity to which some of her comments were like headed but you know i am not in the situation so uh it was just like but you know ariana had to do what she had to do yeah it's her first time seeing these crazy people i mean crazy person she's been living with tom sandoval like get out of that poor woman's house i know you own half of it but like read the room uh 
yeah, ridiculous behavior all around. Like, but our but Ariana's allowed to like feel how she feels because this is like her first time, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the people that betrayed her so heavily. Like, let her get her lick back real quick. And it was still only like three weeks after, right? Three or four weeks after, like fresh. So it's still so fresh. Like if this was filmed two months later, three months later, I think this reunion goes very, very differently. I think there's still a lot of anger, but I I, I don't know. If you got denial, she was in that anger stage, right? Like you can even see from La La now, like on latest Watch What Happens Lives. I think some of the the anger is starting to fade a little bit on the Raquel side. I don't think it's fading at all on the Sandoval side. I think that's going to last for a long time, but I think I can see if Raquel can handle this right, I do think there is a path forward from her to try to gain some sympathy and redemption amongst some of the other people. I think Sandoval is going to take like years for time to pass, but I think for Raquel, you could start seeing it already. If she can, same thing with shorts, if they can all just like throw Sandoval under the bus, like he's the the manipulator, he's the monster, he created this world that we all got sucked up into it and we couldn't find our way out. Like They all want to beat Sandoval down, so if they're all giving them more ammo to do so, I think they'll take the bait and then it's just a matter of if they start to welcome Schwartz back in a little bit more and Raquel like a little bit, but, but somewhat. That's a steep path for both of them. I mean, it's a lot steeper for, you know, Tom Sandoval. That's a 90 degree wall right there. But with Raquel, like, I guess people are starting to see like especially in that last five minutes that like she does have maybe an emotion underneath all of it but for her to fully drop tom sandoval as well as schwartz who literally is rode for this man through like the worst of times and we're in hell right now so this is like even the worst worst of times i don't know if they have the strength to do that so i have felt before that there are relationships on Vanderpump rules that are irreconcilable and then Kristen Doty shows up as Ariana's confidant in the season. And like, I remember like Stassi, Katie, Kristen, Stassi and Jax, like Brittany and Stassi, like Ariana and Kristen. Like there have been unbelievably deeply severed relationships that have bounced back on and continued off the show in a way that I remember truly being shocked at and it was always a lesson i had from vanderpump rules which is like it's almost like danielle and Lindsay and summer house like the only way their friendship will have a path forward is if they continue on the show for five years such that they have to see each other and it becomes it's like a co-worker at some point i have to just get along with you because i see you every day and we're at work so would it shock me if at least schwartz and raquel are able to sort of re-ingratiate with the sheenas or the katie's like I think Katie Schwartz's redemption arc requires Katie and we'll mm-hmm. see if he gets the professional advice that that's what he needs to be doing. The tree he needs to be barking up, you know, in three seasons, if Sheena and Raquel are exploring a friendship again, would it shock me? No, but all under the watchful eye of Ariana, like Ariana would have to kind of like co-sign that. And so I don't know who else I don't need to get into all, all I'm saying is I agree sort of that. I think there is a, there is a timeline in Vanderpump rules where at least Schwartz and Raquel can kind of like a new cast member could come on and suddenly there's like a new direction of the show and yeah. Schwartz is filming a lot with Lisa or whatever. And like they're back in. Yeah. I think, I think we've discussed this before, Ali, but like if these, if this show ended after like season three, most of these people would have never spoken to each other ever again. Like they all would have went their own, their own lives. They would have been like Sassy just would have been an ex in Jax's life and vice versa. They never would have been invited to each other's weddings and all this stuff. So yeah, if this show continues season 11, season 12, season 13, 14, and they're all still on it, time and proximity heals a lot of wounds. So I think it's possible. And like we've seen kind of the backlash that people get when, you know, Stassi got a lot of backlash for not wanting people to be friends with Jax and with Kristen. That blew back on her. There is a non-zero chance in a year or two years from now, some of it blows back on Ariana, where Sheena starts to develop a friendship again with some of these people, and now Ariana's dictating it. You can't be friends with this person, and it starts to blow back on her. Like that That's happened on the show before, so it's, it's not impossible that it could happen uh, again. It's just, you know, if they're all hanging out, going to parties, filming, getting paid together, things things change. Things change. As, as long as Tom and Katie don't get married again, I think that's mm-hmm. something. Let's just hope that they're not on the show long enough to come back around on that 
story. Well, Katie's going to have a different boyfriend every month traveling around the world being the cool aunt. So she's got that going for her. And her boyfriend's better not ever be over the age of 25. She's going to be the new Leo DiCaprio. All, all satchels. Of all women. Satchels. I mean, Brock is also an interesting way back for like a Schwartz because people don't want to film with Brock anyway. So like if he can right. be opening the door for them. But I think a lot of it depends on... One, Sheena's probably... So I really don't think Sheena will directly ruin her friendship with Ariana. I'm hoping that's the case. It's been one of the more solid friendships that predated the show. But if Sheena gets direction from production to be this sort of, like, way in, and if Lala and Katie... or Well, Lala's close with her, but if Katie remains steadfast in their, like, rift then like, I don't know where, like Sheena kind of had to side with Schwartz because she didn't have a way into the other side of the group. Who knows what happens? How about Sandoval? Like he was going to get a text and have like team Sandoval hats and hashtags and all this stuff going around social media. That was of all the delusional things. And he was like, Oh, I just thought some people that were friends with me would be like, it would have been nice to get a text to see if I was okay. Like, dude, you blew up your own life. That was because it happened with him and but he got away with it. But he got away with yeah. this not ten years ago in a di- at a different scale, and with a with a more guilty counterparty. And he has the ego, to, and he's been getting away with it for ten years. Like this is not the first time he's cheated. And so, like, I think he really did think. I think he still thinks he's going to get away with it somehow. It sounds like there were multiple girls. Like Lala was ready to name names of other girls he had cheated on Ariana with which I thought that was a little shocking, but it got glossed over so quick. Maybe it wasn't really anything. Do we know who those people are? I think she's someone like someone from Chicago. Ariana noted someone as well. I don't know if that was like, is that like the band member that they were talking yeah, about? Yeah, I've definitely Ooh. heard about a band member who was like a singer in the band. And then all of a sudden she was no longer in the band. The mm. Billy Lee rumor was sort of brought up and uh, kind of I mean, shot down, but not really. Miami girl, queen. People say a lot that Tom has had sex with them after, like Reddit, but you know, like, and who knows, like, but it's definitely not uh, an unreported story. Disappointed and not surprised. Speaking of group sex, can we discuss (laughs) the thruple? Because that I think was the biggest reveal of the five minutes of like that. It's not like it was a rumor that like they had a threesome and Raquel was like, no, I asked Tom if I could join him and Raquel, uh, him and Ariana in a full relationship. Sister wives. Yeah, they Maybe lost over just, that real quick. Yeah. Which Maybe is tr- just, genuinely shocking. What was that? What was that Netflix show with? Um, there was a Netflix show. There's there like a throuples like with that singer. Tiger King. <laughs> No, I don't remember. <laughs> like the producer, I don't know. But maybe she just watched that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a thruple. Uh, Raquel's too boring to like pull off a thruple. And I, I don't mean to say that like polyamory can't feature boring people, but like Raquel is too vanilla f- to be in a thruple. And that felt so but genuine too. She was like, yeah, I don't, I didn't think that would be, I thought that would be a good idea. It seems like a good idea. I love Tom. Ariana loves Tom. I like Raquel. I mean, I like Ariana. Well, you know. This would be great. We'll all be a throuple together. I mean, they were already in a throuple. Ariana just didn't know it involved sex between <laughs> Tom and Raquel. Like, they were always <laughs> together. Ariana even says it like, oh, both of his girlfriends were in the front row. Like, they were always together. Good. And so, yeah, to, our, to like, Raquel knows there was intimacy going on with them and there was intimacy going on there. So to her, it's no different. It's just like, well, let's just let Ariana know this and we can all stay friends and you don't have to get rid of her. Which, like... I only believe that Tom said no to because Tom wants all the focus on him. I don't think Tom mm. wants to share girlfriends with each other. Because they would probably just fall in love with each other and be like, wait, why do we need this loser? Why are we with this guy? I am willing to forgive Raquel if Ariana and Raquel are dating. Then I'm fine with it. That would be wild. Well, you know that what? Ariana and, and Kristen got best friends, so maybe this is the next one. I don't know. Oh, man. What else? Anything, any others um, of the I'm trying to think from the Peacock version of there any other extended moments? I don't think so. Yeah, it was really a very Scandal heavy episode. We talked about quickly about how James Kennedy threw a drink on Tom Schwartz um, to avenge all of the women that Tom Schwartz threw drinks on in the yeah, past. Where was that call you know, he loves that. Where was that callback? I, I don't know where Katie, Katie, Andy, someone needed to bring up that it was like karma for all the drinks that Schwartz has poured on her. I was waiting for it's that. right there. I, I'm watching uh, old seasons with my roommate right now, and I just saw it happen before we started recording the pod. I mean, many times it could have been any. So many different seasons. 
It's a pattern, which is a little weird. I'm sorry about the drink, but or I'm not sorry about the drink, but I'm sorry for the rant after. That needs to be merchandise. That needs to be on the tote. I need that. My friend and I were gagged over that. We were like, that's us. Like, I'm, I'm not sorry about the drink, but I'm sorry for the rant. That was another one where Andy was showing pies. I feel like this has not been a great Andy reunion. This is like the a big uh, Bravo week of reunions. I feel like he's been showing heavy pies in, in between Jersey Housewives, uh, Summer House, and now here. He's got to check his bias at the door. Be a more uh, neutral host there. Andy, so, lie. Lindsay, why are you such a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, Andy, the entire Summer House reunion. I have one thought that, oh, I didn't screenshot it. God, I bookmarked it to Twitter like a technological queen. Um, so I mentioned this either at the finale pod or the first reading pod, but there was an article or a quote from Marilyn Fry that I saw a TikTok person say, like, w- really explains like the men of Vanderpump Rules. This is even before, I think, Scandaval. It's just like, how Jax, when Jax was on the show, and Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval operate. And then uh, someone called, uh, maybe she born with bars, maybe it's trauma, typo king on Twitter said, uh, posted the quote again. And I was like, oh my God, I have to like, I summarized the quote, but now I have to bring the quote to the group um, because it really is just, the only genuine apology that Sandoval gave to me was the one to Tom Schwartz after he said the t-shirt comment. Like, Otherwise, there was no genuine apology. And I really think the only people that Tom and Tom care about are each other. So the quote is, to say that straight men are heterosexual is only to say that they engage in sex, having exclusively with the other sex, i.e. women. All or almost all of that which pertains to love, most straight men reserve exclusively for other men. The people whom they admire, respect, adore, revere, honor, whom they imitate, idolize, and form profound attachments to, whom they are willing to teach and from whom they are willing to learn and whose respect, admiration, recognition, honor, reverence, and love they desire. Those are overwhelmingly other men in their relations with women. What passes for respect is kindness, generosity, or paternalism. What passes for honor is removal to the pedestal from women. They want devotion, service, and sex. Heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is man loving. And I'm not saying all men. But that's certainly the Toms, like certainly the Toms. That is like, and why Tom Sandoval and frankly Schwartz should never be with another woman ever again in their lives. Maybe we are in women and gender studies 101 right now. Mm-hmm. That was profound. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree. Like, like they care more about impressing each other than they do respecting any woman to ever live, which is sad and revolting, but. I guess it's human nature as seen in literature. We're out here in school right now. It's Schwartz playing pickleball with Randall. And it's like, he never knew Randall. Like, it was like, I respect Randall. Randall's rich. Randall has cool things. Like, it can't be that bad, whatever he's accused of. So let's go play pickleball. Like, sorry, Lala. You know, like, it's just, it doesn't matter what men do. Men are probably fine. He wasn't thinking there and he never thinks. It's a pattern and he's being consistent. Same thing with their friendship with Jax in those early years. Yeah, you know, it was just the other one. He got out. Jax got out, though. Now he's a better guy. No, no, no. <laughs> Jax is not a better guy. We just don't see what Jax is doing on a regular basis. Right, that makes him better. I am Under not, the radar, like, bad guy. <laughs> he literally got fired from the show. I'm like not <laughs> willing to stand silent in like the renaissance of Jax and like the Jax was right camp like I'm not I hate I can't seeing do him it. right it makes me sick to my stomach like do we not remember what he did with Faith James doesn't <laughs> uh, you, you know you know you had to be there season 6 <laughs> so, where, so where do we go from here filming supposed to start I think in like a, I think they said a month or six weeks I, I heard like contracts are going out in the next are going week, out. And, uh, week and a half. There's like challenge filming. We got to see who's on the, the cast filming. Got to see who's on. Get Gabriel Vev dropping the contracts. In what world did the information Raquel put out? Was that going to stop anybody from signing their contract? I, I don't think. I think that was all just to like get everyone to cool down and just give everyone a few more weeks before making any sort of decisions and just getting everyone back but I, yeah i don't know they had us thinking she was pregnant like yeah. they really let us spiral 
or that she that was, was having also like a, a, a month long affair with Schwartz while he was married. Like there, there was an affair with production. There was a lot of things thrown out there. Um, oh you give Red a time to guess some things. They'll they'll get creative with some theories. So I would imagine everyone's back though. If, if that's the sense, right? Um, we'll see if how how strict Ariana is with uh, her level of filming. How strict everyone else is with their level of filming. If they if Sandoval is maybe just like a friend of, um, we'll we'll see. Um, but it's definitely I mean season twelve the it's gonna be highly highly excited highly sought after so or season eleven I don't know what season we're in. Um, it's gonna be great though. This was great. It was this so was insane. Group like, these are literally the best days of our lives. I said that before we got started. Like that song that was written. Like we knew how good we had it in the scan of all times like mm-hmm. i remember where i was when the news dropped and it's like it's an end of an era that we're we're kind of done talking about it but like it's still gonna occupy yeah. a big part of my brain I love like, it i'm gonna I, take this with me i i st- i thought the finale was much better than um this reunion maybe i'll feel different if i watch the reunions like back to back to back as like a three-hour block but to movie. me the finale was like the peak of this and the reunion was a little more hype than substance but the finale like put that hour in literally the Smithsonian as like Library of Congress, get over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think anything happened in the reunion that we didn't already know, and I think the finale happened recently enough, like early on enough that we weren't oversaturated with like yeah. the podcast and all the reveals. All right, there it is. There's Vanderpump Rules coverage, season ten. We'll be back, you know, this time next year when. I don't know. Raquel's having a, a six month affair with Brock, and we'll break that. At the no, do not manifest. There. Do not manifest that truth. <laughs> you can subscribe at robswebsitecom slash bravo feed. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Cohen Bryant underscore Allie. We have no challenge going on right now. Amazingly, I have plenty of challenges, but none that we're podcasting about. Um, you can follow me at last tweet and. Uh, New Girl, Old Guy, cruising through, episode in the can, probably be out on Friday, hopefully, Otakiba Winokur, New Girl, Old Guy, wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, coming up on our 100th episode of New Girl, Old Guy. Not New Girl, but New Girl, Old Guy, because we do some movies in between, so that very exciting uh, stuff going on. Amazing. Haley, Bachelorette, starting, or started? Starting? No, starting at the end of the month, Top Chef ends this week. This ends this week, so I'm hoping to have about a two-week break (laughs) in between my seasons. Um, I can't complain because I think you guys have been going for eight years straight, pretty much. Sounds about right. Um, uh, And then Grace Leader and I got together this past weekend to talk about season 15 of Taskmaster. If you're not watching Taskmaster and you like laughing... Boy, do I recommend it to you. It's all on YouTube. Just go enjoy it. 15 seasons of fun. Have have a great time. Um, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at eatstrong underscore. And you can check out everything I'm reading over on my bookstagram account at the Strong Library. Nicole, the ghost of Charlotte. How about you? (laughs) Um, I'm just haunting everybody's timelines like the ghost of Charlotte um, behind the secret anywhere the internet is I'm there probably saying something a literally mentally ill um, and if you want to hear me talk more I'm over on silent podcast I'm always talking about something over there we have fun all right gang this was so much fun thank you for indulging me this four-week extravaganza for the scandal we'll be back maybe some point season 11 or something else proper related we want to hop on and we got this feed we can talk about whatever i don't know do this anytime until next time have a good one